We don't have any money or any talent at all. So why not come and listen to this podcast about a guy named Paul? Rudbuds is the unofficial Paulcast for all your Rud based commentaries. Enjoy. Uh, welcome to Rudbuds. We, do you love Rud? <laughs> I, I kind of decided with a question. Do you love Rud? Yeah. Yeah, let's try that. <laughs> You're in the right yeah, place. Welcome to Rudbuds. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you do the, you do the the tagline. I'll, I'll I'll do the explanation. I guess. Perfect. <laughs> All right, let's start it clean from the top. <laughs> do you love Rudd? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna do the small. Okay. Wait, what? Oh, oh, I, I can do the whole thing. I was thought you were gonna do. Oh, if so, you're in the right place. Welcome to. Oh no, 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 no! I was oh, going okay, to I can explain the podcast. I guess. Oh, okay, I can do that. But <laughs> all right, again. Why are you turning it on every time? It psychs me up. <laughs> do you love Rudd? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Rudd Buds. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. <laughs> this <is> terrible. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Redbuds is a podcast. <laughs> Redbuds is a podcast. Uh, I would call us the unofficial Paul Rudd fan club. Well, only because we're not verified on Twitter yet. Yeah. We will be the official one once we get verified. Yeah, but we're not like the official Paul Rudd super fan club. We don't know much about Paul Rudd in general. But I'm a we fan. do like his movies. Yeah. I love um, the Rudd. You know, one thing I wanted to ask you, which I've been waiting for a long time. When do you think Paul Rudd's birthday is? I don't want to <laughs> look it up. I just, I want us to take our best guess. So this is a deep confession. I don't give two shits about astrology. <laughs> but, I'm not talking about astrology. I'm talking about his birthday. I know. Well, this is all related. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. But, but based on how he acts, I'd assume he's an air sign. And I don't know when those are. <laughs> And I don't really know I'm, what it means. I'm an Aries. I, I'm, I'm a, assuming that's an air sign. I think I'm either an Earth or a Water. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> is this Avatar? This is me working at a coffee shop. There's a lot of people <laughs> who believe this. Uh, I'll say Paul Rudd always brings us something new and refreshing in each movie. I'm going with springtime. April. I think he's born in April. I... Not on 420, though. everything about your explanation. April 11th is my guest. That'd be so cute, because my birthday is April 12th, and now I hope you're right. (laughs) Alright, what's your guess? Uh, so... I also didn't know your birthday. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, my, uh, my first guess is August 9th, but I feel like I want to send him a fruit basket from Redbuds. Now that this is a thing. So I'm going to guess like December 12th. <laughs> and I think we should send him a fruit basket as a bit. I <laughs> I love it. I don't know how to contact someone who could get it to him. But we can figure it out. We could just 
show ourselves ordering the fruit basket and sending it to Paul Rudd Charity Inc. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but we'll tweet it at him or Instagram him. We, should, we have one person who responded to one tweet. I know, and I mean, if we at him, he might see it. It's true, or how, I wonder how many people at Paul Rudd every day. I mean, he seems like a fruit basket guy, too. He, he might see, be looking up those hashtags. Is Paul Rudd on Twitter? This is the real Paul Rudd. Not that popular on Twitter. He follows four people. Okay. Well, I, I mean, how I, many people you follow is way different than how many people are following you. Although he only has 9,000. Yeah. When's the last time he posted something? November 12th. Oh, perfect. So he's going to know that we sent him a fruit basket. <laughs> or I feel like he just might not ever check Twitter. <laughs> hey. Or his publicist might. Yeah, and they might be like, wow, there's these guys doing a podcast about you. We might want to sue them. <laughs> We're not earning money yet. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> you know what I think would be a fun bit to do? Hmm. We just read the top tweets that have hashtag Paul Rudd in them every time we get. I feel like sometimes they're going to be the same, but I'm okay with that. I feel like there might not... You're, I mean, you're right. There's going to be a... Not a bunch of variants, unless we record these, like, in month-long intervals, like, one month, two months. Because I'll tell you right now, not a lot of people tweet about Paul Rudd. That'll change. Soon. Soon. Um, oh, cute. I know. The most recent one is from Cammy from at Cammy underscore car. I have a huge crush on a young hashtag Paul Rudd, hashtag clueless. Wow. So How topical. Apropos. <laughs> the main focus of Paul Rudd, or uh, Rudd Buds, <laughs> the Paul cast. Paul, Paul Rudd's main purpose in life is. <laughs> no, so the purpose of uh, Rudd Buds, the Paul cast, is um, we are going to be going through Paul Rudd's filmography one by one from the earliest to the latest as. Told by Wikipedia. It could be wrong. Again, we're not... We're not Rudd historians. Yeah. And we never planned to be. But we we just watched Clueless, and I'll say right now I'm a fan. <laughs> uh, by just watch, he means... He just watched Clueless for the first time three days ago, Matt Burns. I, Dave Manessis, have watched Clueless many times, and I watched a Clueless top scene <laughs> compilation minutes before we started recording, just to remind myself of what this was. And I'll have you know that he not only watched it once, but when I got here, he had me watch it again with him. Just a refresher, he's only seen it once. This is the second time he's been seeing these scenes. <laughs> so anyways, today's episode is Clueless. <laughs> Uh, As it, it seems we are on this intro. True. It says it's his first film work listed on Wikipedia. I'm sure he's done smaller film work. And also, when we say this, we're not going to do every television appearance as well. I'm going to tell you right now. We said filmography, not TVography. I've never seen the 1992 to 1995 series Sisters. Uh, but evidently, Paul Rudd had a recurring role. 
as Kirby Quimby Philby for 20 episodes. This well, is the worst bit of Paul Rudd history that I've ever heard. Well, I'm telling you, we're not getting into it. This is the last, <laughs> this is the last time you're ever going to hear about it. I don't want to hear about your TV shows. You're like, oh, Paul Rudd was on a cameo with us for 13 seconds waving in the background. Like, I don't care. I want Paul Rudd movies. Now, maybe we'll get into parts. that. If we run out of material. <laughs> yeah, but true. he's been in quite a bit of movies for now. 61 featured films, according to Wikipedia. 61. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, the first one... I mean, we're starting out strong. 1995, Clueless. The fashion is the best. Everyone in the film is gorgeous. Uh, it's, a, <laughs> it's a wonderful movie. <laughs> yeah, when people were still allowed... Or weren't allowed to be uh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're in the L.A., Everyone has to be perfect in this movie. I did want to say, when I first started this, it was awesome. It just reminded me of how good old movie <laughs> intros were. They got, like, this upbeat pop song, and they have, like, these... Oh, God. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> so now that everyone's ears are bleeding, mostly mine, because... I'll have to decide whether or not to edit that in or not. But, uh, yeah, they're just so fun. They got those little cartoon graphics and stuff. There's always someone skateboarding somewhere. Yeah, it's just so happy. I I think, like, NCIS opened like that back in the day. (laughs) You just got, like, Blink-182 playing. Well, what would be the NCIS? Tom (laughs) DeLong. Pop bunk happy song would it just be like feeling this like <laughs> no well, maybe it's uh it's just uh because i feel like it's be really funny never had really a knock on wood <laughs> oh the mighty mighty boss tones oh yeah your oh, favorite yeah. band never had to knock, knock on wood <laughs> something about those 90s uh pop intros were just it made you excited to watch the movie. Yeah. Now you're just not sure what you're getting into. Half the time, it just like puts you into a random place. You don't get to see the overview of the scenery you're getting. Well, I always think of uh, Jason Derulo. Siegel or Seagal. Siegel. I think it's Siegel. Paul Rudd's good friend mm-hmm. uh, in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where he doesn't make like TV songs anymore, just ambient noises. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can think of. Uh, tangentially related since they're homies. I assume they've been in enough movies together. Jason, maybe you'll get the next podcast series we do after this. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Stiff competition. Yeah. With Paul Rudd again. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul Rudd. Um, yeah. I mean, overall, I love this movie. It, uh, it was everything that I hoped Mean Girls would be. Oh, I think Mean Girls is a spiritual heir to Clueless. I, unpopular opinion alert, don't love Mean Girls as much as everyone else. And I know (laughs) it's good. I just... No, it's fine. I'm not mad. It's fine. (laughs) I've created some tension with it. Maybe I've cut that part out. (laughs) No. Maybe we just arrange where it is. No, everybody's going to have favorites now. You're going to be the cool one. I'm going to be the lame one. I don't like I don't know if I'm cool because I like Mean Girls. You go, Glenn Coco. I know that. That, That's what my brother yelled at me when I walked across the stage at college graduation. (laughs) And you can hear my dad in the video. What are you talking about? (laughs) 
Shout out to John Boy. Shout out to uh, John Dave's Boy. younger brother. Uh, congratulations on um, getting married this fall. I was just going to say being alive. Oh, You've done too. good so far. Paul Rudd, if you want to go to the wedding, let us know. I can arrange it. You might have to be bunkmates. But we, I would love to have you there. My little brother's wedding. I don't have a plus one. Throwing it out there. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Something else about the night. I, I think the reason those intros worked is just people were happier. <laughs> I think, I think that was just a true <laughs> That thing. hurts a little bit. <laughs> I, I mean, I think we all know it. I mean, Bill Clinton was in office. Our economy I don't know if that strong. makes you happier, but I'm just saying, like this was like the time. Yeah, I was gonna that say the economy is strong. The economy and was everybody booming. still hit each other in the balls. Yeah, it was fiscal humor was king. Yeah, carrot top existed and was popular in an unironic way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, there were lots of bad things too. Oh, the Gulf War. But you just don't. <laughs> you just pretend not to remember those things. It's true. It's yeah. true. No, but I, I don't know. I think that's why it worked. It, what year was the Gulf War? Now I feel foolish. I don't know, 90? 90? 90? 90 AD? Yeah, I feel like this is important. I'm sure there was a Gulf War in 90 I'll AD. I'll tell you right now, there was one. 91. So it was a little bit after the Gulf War, 1995. We had won the Gulf War. <laughs> <laughs> it was doing air quotes. Oh. Something else I was happy to see. Turk's in the movie. Oh, dude. I love that mole. I don't even know what his real name is. I'm pretty sure he will never live down Turk. (laughs) For better or for worse, like, I feel bad for him. What's his name? Turk Turkleton? (laughs) You think my name is Turk Turkleton? I actually do think his name is Turk Turkleton. I don't remember his real name. That's the only name I remember. He was also in uh, Big Fat Liar. With one of my favorites, Paul Giamatti. You do love Paul Giamatti. He's so cool. I think the thing that makes me feel bad for Turk is that I know his name isn't Turk Turkleton, but I only know Zach Braff is Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I will never forget that that's Zach Braff's real name. I saw Garn stay with a bunch of sad girls in high school. Like, I get it. That's Zach Braff. Turk, you're just Turk Turkleton. Hmm. I'm sure I've heard his name before. Paul Rudd, you made the cut. I don't remember your character's name in Clueless, because I, like I said, I watch the best stuff moments. But I know you're Paul. This Rudd. is something we should probably know. I think it's Josh. He looks like a Josh. Yeah, we'll go with Josh. I did just watch it. Uh, by the way, uh, something that we want to do is our first Paul Rudd sighting in the movie, and that, at least on the pirated version I watched, was uh, seven minutes and fifty-six seconds in. And what's he, he was, doing? He was taking things out of the fridge. Sounds like a thing yeah. real and Paul being, Rudd would do. And being harassed by his sister. Paul Giamatti. Uh, I don't remember what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> I was more focused on Paul Rudd. Alicia Silverstone. I know that's the actress. Yeah. Which, like... by the way, up until I saw this movie, I thought this was a Reese Witherspoon movie. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Maybe no, Maybe no, that's no. just me projecting Legally Blonde, but I 100% thought this was a Reese Witherspoon movie. Yeah, I And think... was very confused for the first bit. I think that's just you being a shitty dude. Assuming that it was a blonde girl, so it's Reese Witherspoon. I mean, she was so good in Legally Blonde. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Uh, the thing that we were talking about. When you see Paul Rudd, he's... At one point in the movie, he's making a sandwich. 
Yeah. While talking to Alicia Silverstone's it, character. It made me so mad how he flaps that turkey meat at her face. Well, and when you see the finished sandwich, it's a very weak sandwich. It's not a good sandwich. I feel like that's really misrepresentative of what I feel Paul Rudd's sandwich game is. I agree. I feel like Paul Rudd would have more than just turkey and mayo on bread. And I mean, it's not like that's terrible. It's just... But Paul I... Rudd's not broke. <laughs> like, <laughs> Paul Rudd's not like we were. Well, no, no, no. I think the issue is more just... There was so little love put into that sandwich. Then we went with intentionality. Yeah, if it was a sandwich yeah. she was actually going to eat. Uh-huh. And I just feel like there's a, a big misrepresentation. I wonder if he remembers how that sandwich tastes. I I know he knows how it tastes, but I don't think it's a sandwich he remembers unless someone brings it up because it was so. I'm just saying, like, I wonder if we talked to him if he would remember that sandwich and if he was like, because I'm wondering if they had to do multiple takes on that and he had to eat twelve bites of sandwich. Which <laughs> I'm gonna honest... tell you right now, I don't think that scene <laughs> took more than once. Hey, you never know. It's true. I'm just saying, and maybe he didn't even eat the full sandwich. Maybe he spit it out because it tasted. Of so little love. Maybe he used stunt mayo. <laughs> Not real they mayo. Used a, they used a stuntman Paul Rudd. Yeah. <laughs> they used Paul Rudd stuntman so to take a bite of that sandwich. Stunt Paul Rudd and stunt mayo. It's not real mayo. <laughs> Just to make it pop more on screen. But still real turkey. Oh yeah, I mean you can't be cheap. Like, <laughs> you can tell. So, Paul Rudd is supposed to be the hot older brother. I think he's supposed to be a freshman in college. Yeah, he's something in college. He... To me, does not. He actually pass. might even be in law school at this point. That I can believe. But he or he was... might have just gotten into law school, and he was between college and right. law school. How old is Paul Rudd's character in Clueless? <laughs> Do you want to take a guess? Twenty-two. Well, nineteen. Really? And he does not pass for me as a nineteen-year-old. I mean that, and you did bring up a good point, and you said that we had a friend who looked like he was thirty when we were in high school. <laughs> well, Paul Rudd to me just does not pass as a nineteen-year-old. Cher, which is what Alicia's character's name is, like she looks like she could be a teenager to me. She's supposed to be sixteen. I don't know about sixteen, but she for sure could be a high school student. Paul Rudd, you're not passing, but you still do a great job. I think the bigger thing that we need to talk about is her friend. Dion? I know uh, her name because I wrote Turk it Turkleton. down. Not Turk No, no, no. The one who's dating Turk Turkleton. Yeah, Mrs. Turkleton. <laughs> Mrs. Turkleton. Uh, Mrs. Turkleton, her voice in that movie sounds like that one woman on Power Rangers. And it, it looks like it was similarly done. Rita. Now this, this could have been... Which which woman? Rita? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her last... What's Rita's last name? Hey, tweet at us if you know Rita's <laughs> yeah, last name. Yeah, tweet at us if you know Rita's last name. <laughs> No, but it seems like it's dubbed. Like, you remember in those old, where it's like her mouth just didn't quite match up to the words she was saying? Yeah, I think, is that supposed to be just a Valley Girl thing? Yeah, I don't know. It's just, she seemed like that to me. Was she the only one you got that vibe with? Yeah, and that's why I assumed it wasn't a pirated version of Clueless thing, and it was a... An actual Clueless problem. An actual Clueless problem. (laughs) Uh, first of all, I want to say... Do you think it was her real voice? Well, I just want to say, I didn't pirate Clueless. I am just bad at the internet and don't know how to pirate movies. To be fair, I didn't pirate anything. I streamed it, which is completely (laughs) legal for me, just illegal for the person hosting it. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think the biggest thing that we should talk about right now... I mean, you've been on the internet recently, right? Uh, at least once today. And you have partaken in the act of looking at internet porn. No, never. <laughs> okay. Well, there's this crazy thing on the internet right now where, like, Is it half of the videos out I mean, I've are seen... all about banging your step-siblings. That's... I mean... And I am about 100% sure that Paul Rudd, by getting with his ex-stepsister in this movie, is part of the problem. <laughs> I think it's between Paul Rudd and Game of Thrones that has caused this virus. I mean, I'm just saying, Paul Rudd was vibing on his sister way before Pornhub was. But was it just Paul Rudd? It wasn't a two-way street? Oh, no. Yeah, she, she vibed on him as well. I'm not <laughs> blaming anybody. I'm saying I think Clueless is part of the reason this is... <laughs> Clueless is part of the problem. Yeah. We have to take it, it see, out Clueless, of the Smithsonian. Clueless, like, it is it in the Smithsonian? Yeah, we're removing it from the Criterion Collection <laughs> okay. immediately. Well, see, this is the thing. <laughs> Clueless put it in the young brain. Then... George Martin comes along, who, if you didn't know, is best friends with the director from Clueless. That's uh, right, Mrs. Martin. <laughs> he comes along and writes Game of Thrones, and all of his characters are banging. And now it reawakened the seed that was planted almost 20 years earlier. That's going to sound terrible. <laughs> yeah, we can uh, get a recorder and just dub it over. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, is that not weird? I mean... Maybe subconsciously... Somebody who was his... Someone Her, her brother? I, 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 I mean, I think that's a, half the premise of the movie. It's just like, this isn't right. But, like, she's clueless. No. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe you've solved the director's mystery after all these years. I beat Clueless. <laughs> Clueless, I solved your Clueless dungeon. <laughs> it was Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd started in... the step-sibling porn industry. <laughs> Paul Rudd in Clueless with the step-sibling porn. <laughs> well, at least we know that's mostly not true because Cher's supposed to be... 16 in the movie. Um, Shares in that movie? But that's that's the, uh, Alicia's character's name. I just looked it up. Oh. Share. And share. Share. Unless it's Cher. And I'm pretty Cher. sure it's Share. Because, like, the first line of the movie is me and my best friend are named after <coughs> dead pop stars <laughs> who perform in Vegas or something. <laughs> I sneezed. I, I was trying to talk through it. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> I just. It seems everybody's so happy for them. And I feel like nobody brought it up. I feel like... And I, I, I was alive in the 90s. I don't remember too many people doing that. And I mean, I get it. Their parents seem to only have been married for maybe like a year or two. They're not actually related. And if he's been in college, they haven't lived together. No, but the thing is, like, the issue for me is... It seems they've kept in touch. Like, it's not like... Uh, the relationship ended for 10 years and he came back and now they're, they're meeting each other again. You know what I mean? It's, it's, they've kept in touch since being siblings. 
And that to me is weird. That is kind of weird. Paul Rudd's over six foot. Is he? I I don't know. I'm, I think so. <laughs> All right, I'm looking at this one. All right, I thought we weren't looking things up. <laughs> How tall do you think Paul Rudd is? Uh, six, I'm not. You know, I two, won't look at it. I won't one, look at it. Two. Um, all right. I don't think Paul Rudd is that tall. Six zero. Because again, I gotta I reference it based on who his celebrity friend group is, which in my mind, I mean, Jason Siegel's like exactly that's a thousand feet tall. <laughs> well, I, I think Jason Siegel's like six one, six two. No, Jason Siegel, I think is like six five. I don't think he's a monster. <laughs> I think he is a monster. Do you see him next to other people? All right, well, I think we should be allowed to look at Jason Siegel, but not Paul Rudd. Okay, we let's can see look at Paul Jason around Siegel Paul Rudd. Now, yeah. this is a, a huge detriment to our our next movie, right, which is Seagull Beagles or yeah. something. <laughs> I, I think Did I say movie, by the way? My guess for Paul Rudd is like five... I think... Because I'm 5'8". I feel like I'd have to look up to him because I respect him. And also, he's a little bit taller. I want to say like 5'11". Okay. Not six. I think he's just under six. Okay. I think he's like tall-ish. Like John, John Boy's height. I don't. I don't think there's any disrespect in being taller or shorter than anybody. Uh, I think it directly relates to power in the room. Okay, <laughs> so Jason Siegel. Well, he is kind of monstrous. <laughs> he's he's six four. I knew it. You know what? Then I'll, then I'll say five eleven. That's what I'll stick. Okay. Cause he. That's still a five inch difference. I mean, between... I'm basically five eleven. That's not that tall. Like I'm not that tall. I tried to think about in the movie they did together. What were the scenes? Cause I love you, man. Yeah, I love you, man. He's obviously taller than him, but is he five inches taller than him? Is he two inches taller than him? I don't think he's too much taller than him. I think there's like half a head length. So three maybe inches, like, maybe. Yeah, three so you th- you think Paul Rudd is like six one? I think he's six or six one. <sighs> I just like he's not that tall. All right, then are you going low end like five ten? 5'11. I'll stick to 5'. I mean, 5'11 and 6' are like the same thing. I don't know. I think it's a mental thing. I think it's a mental thing. Maybe. I dream about being 5'10 at night <laughs> to stay awake. I was like, man, if I was 5'10, my life would be different. But I got that promotion. Would have had the confidence to talk to that girl. Instead, I'm just 5'8. <laughs> okay. More like 5' great. Um, also, if you find out how tall Paul Rudd is, don't tweet us. <laughs> no, you can. Oh, you can tweet at us, but I don't want to hear actual facts unless they're from Paul Rudd. I need to see you him. You send us a link, we're probably not going to look it up. <laughs> I need if unless you post a picture. Actually, if it's funny, then I'll probably look at it. Yeah, but don't just send us Paul Rudd pornography. Yeah, don't. Publicly. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Paul Rudd's 5'11". <laughs> um... Uh, Wait, you looked it up? I tried to look up a different... No, I was just... Oh. I was, that was my final guess. Oh. Um, um, so a thing I tried to look up for us was Clueless kiss comps. Just all the kisses <laughs> in Clueless to see all the good Paul Rudd kisses. And I forgot that he only has like one with his stepsister. <laughs> and it's like, ah, well, this is not what I came here for. <laughs> so I didn't watch it. But I just want to say, hey... Uh, if someone wants to make a Paul Rudd kiss compilation, I'd watch that. Just to, and like, I, we could rate them. 
That could be a cast. That could be an entire podcast. That'd be a, a for, probably a special cast. A, a Rudbud holiday special. Yeah. Rudbud's uh, Paul Rudd kiss comp ratings chronologically from first to last. Boo. <laughs> we'll get a Boo Dave. we'll get a cooler title for it. <laughs> Boo Dave. So when I was looking at other movies that were released in 1995, this image is clueless. Uh, I found a list. And it had clues listed as like the 30th, 30th best movie of the year. And I was like, well, that's kind of dumb. I love Clueless. Clueless is great. Who's, whose best movie was it? It was like Pitchfork. Just some subjective author. I don't know. He was ranking them. I don't know. Some blog spot at Hotmail or Angel Fire. I don't know. But I was just like trying to find a list of like other movies released that year. And this guy ranked it like 30th. I was like kind of mad. But then when I went through the list... There's some real heavy hitters <laughs> um, yeah. that are really good movies that came out in 1995. And, and, and how are these movies being ranked? Uh, exactly. Fun meter. Fun meter? One to fun. Okay. Wonder Red? Uh, well, for us, because I didn't make this list. This other oh, person yeah, for did. Sure, for sure. But like, if it was me, they'd get two runs up. Might run into some copyright issues if they did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fair, fair. I'm also not crediting or sourcing them. And I couldn't find their list again. Uh, so I'm ignoring it now, but I was just mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but looking at just the top grossing movies of the year, I mean, you got two Disney movies in the top ten. That's fair. Uh, yeah. They had Pocahontas and the bigger one, Iconic Toy Story. Oof. Can't do anything about that. Oof. Uh, the top grossing movie of the year was Die Hard with a Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christmas sequel great movie uh but my christmas always does well i know especially movies that are sequels to other christmas movies Mm -hmm. santa claus 2 uh back in the habit oh i was gonna make that joke (laughs) i was gonna say elf 2 back in the habit (laughs) (laughs) we hang out too much uh but uh my probably the movie that i think the only one that you could argue was as good as clueless that year that it came out Braveheart's 1995. Oh, man. Yeah, like, I think Clueless is on par with Braveheart. Uh, both good in different ways. And this was pre-Crazy Mel, so he's just, like, a good actor uh, in that time. I think he was still an alcoholic, though. But don't quote me on that. And <laughs> I don't want to get any calls, Mel. We're not having a Mel minute. We're having a Paul minute. Yeah, so. which, by the way, I think Paul would have done very well in that role. As he, William he Wallace. Could, I'm sure he has a great Scottish accent. Uh, he'd be like, slap it a bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, but just... Is it Irish? Leprechaun? It's close. Almost. But just other movies that were released that year that did well. Uh, Jumanji. Oh. Another, another oh. great movie. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Uh... Casper, the real life movie, not a good movie in my opinion. Whoa, but whoa, still whoa. Top to, Hey, there's, there's a lot of movies here. What is that, Bill Pullman? Like that should yeah, be number three. Relax and lay off, dude. And, uh, but are you saying that deserved a higher ranking than Waterworld? I haven't seen Waterworld. Oh, you dumb idiot! <laughs> uh, it's so good. Uh, you had a Bond. I've movie. seen parodies on Waterworld. <laughs> uh, you had a Bond movie. You had GoldenEye. Um, Seven, another great movie. Mm, uh, I actually just watched that. Yeah, uh, it's a good movie, period. Yeah. That's it. That's nothing else to say about it. I knew it was in the box, though. Yeah. So <laughs> You knew, you knew. That's, uh, yeah. Uh, and also, then, Spacey doesn't age well these days. No. But Morgan Freeman does. Mm. 
Mm. It's like he was the same age the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, and so that's just like top 10 movies. Uh, Apollo 13 was up there. I'm not sure if I said that already. But just like other movies that were on the list that I didn't even realize came out the same year. Uh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. <laughs> uh, Batman Forever. Beautiful. Classic. I mean, Beautiful. these are just good, good movies. Um, yeah, man. It was hard. Heat was came out that year. Heat? Uh, so it was, it was tough. Uh, so I understand why other people might not have it in the top five for the year, but to rank Clueless down at thirty, I think it punches with and all. And at the of time, them. the the actors in it weren't as big a heavy hitters as they are now. It's true. So like when you're going up against Mel and like uh, Bruce, you're gonna get swamped. And the... I, you know what? I take it back. There is one other movie that I think beats out Braveheart for me, and then does meet Clueless at this level. Are you ready? I I don't know if I am. Friday, 1995. <laughs> it's so good. And like, we just, it was, it's a crazy thing. Um, it's, I mean, I'm looking through a list now of other movies. Billy Madison was that year. Mm. Uh, it's just nuts. Bad Boys. Bad oh, Boys but... 2 is better than the original Bad Boys, but still Bad Boys is great. Hackers, super funny movie. I loved it. Uh, Ghost in the Shell animated movie. Oh my gosh. Like, so many... Huh. So it was a great look, good good year for this, movies. Yeah, man. If we could get nineteen ninety five. Now I wonder if you can do this with movies. every year, and it's just we don't ever think of it that way. <laughs> no. uh, I'm sure this could be a dud year or two where it's like, well, obviously, no, The Fellowship maybe. of the Ring was the best movie of the year it came out. But I'm just saying, there's obviously gonna be peaks and stuff like that going through it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, so Clueless, like it's. It's a great movie, but I understand why some people might have it outside the top five that year. Mm-hmm. But only if you put both the Disney movies and Jumanji in your top five. That's the only way you push it down. I don't know, dude. Jumanji. Whew. Solid one. Alright, so one of the things we want to do is go through reviews of Clueless that we found online. Some of them might be nice. Some of them might be not so nice, but most of them are just something that caught our eye. And be sure to know, I will roast people who disagree with me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, for me, some of the funniest ones are just the ones that are completely devoid of, like, any opinion. I mean, I guess it's an opinion, but it's a bit, like, this one. I was surprised at how much I enjoyed Clueless. <laughs> That's it. It says nothing more about the movie, just... I was surprised how much I enjoyed Clueless. You just spent, decided, like, I got two hours to kill. <laughs> this hot Clueless. I've heard about it. It was, like, the 30th ranked movie. I wish this, it came out. I wish this was one of the things where you could see <laughs> how many users found this review helpful. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I got one. This one's probably my favorite one I found. Uh, it's over on Metacritic. And you guys feel free to look it up because this is a public forum and you can see what anyone else posts. And BD, that's A-N-N-B-D, posted this on Valentine's Day this year. Mm. So number one, she's watching a movie and then reviewing it on Valentine's Do Day. Do we know it's a girl from the review? Uh, I mean, her name is Anne. I guess it could be a dude. I guess it's 2018, I'm sorry. This person was reviewing it. You know what? Regardless of their gender, I know they were alone. If they're posting <laughs> movie reviews for Clueless on Valentine's Day, Jesus. they haven't got anything better to do. <laughs> like... And you should feel bad about this. You reviewed a movie and gave it a 2 out of 100. Uh, I think it might be 2 out of 10, depending on how they look at it. But either way, got a 2. The review is, 
a big mess without culmination is not fun and doesn't take your interest. To me, it was new and weird to see in a teen comedy the popular girls at school being smart as well. For a comedy, there were not much successful jokes. Although Mean Girls has stolen the idea of losers, transformation, and Clueless, it was developed much worse. I give the movie 2 out of 10 just because the, of the driving lesson, which made me laugh. This is a terrible review. I think I actually read that review because I remember the, the, the driving part. Like, first of all, like, I appreciate that, like, the, the, it was an incredible scene. It drove her review up two full points if it's out of 10. That's 20% better than zero. Yeah. So that is a great scene. But it must I, be amazing. Yeah, just maybe the best scene of the year. Yeah. If it drove it up from zero to two. Um, but and just, I don't know. It just seemed lonely. She used a ton of quotes when she was reviewing the movie. She put quotes around like six different things in this very short paragraph. Uh, I just want you to know that Anne should feel bad and her review is dumb. (laughs) Well, that's a nice scathing review of (laughs) Anne. Um, And I suppose I agree in many fewer words. (laughs) Uh, Did you have any other reviews you liked? Yeah, I mean, so if we're going along the lines of angry reviews, there's one I found on IMDb, and it's really fun because they have, like, a a header before they get into the review, and the header says, awful to the power of 85,000. I hate this person. And, uh, I mean, but you might like their name, Mad Dog McClagan. (laughs) I know it's rough. (laughs) You know I'm a wine guy, and I do love my Mad Dog. But just the beginning of it, you know what I hate? L.A., stupid blonde bimbos, rich people, and humor that isn't funny no matter how frickin' hard it tries. Uh, that and a criminal waste of half-decent actors. I can get behind him calling Paul Rudd a half-decent actor. He was unknown at that point, and he's on the upward swing. In what is really an act of puerile pantomime that has no right to be recorded on celluloid. Well, disrespectful. <laughs> this film throws all of those truly awful ingredients together in a streaming cocktail of really, really bad stuff. It expects us to give empathy and sympathy to that stupid blonde biatch who thinks she is, like, really smart and falls in love with, in the following order, a moron, a gay guy, and her stepbrother. Hold on. What's wrong with falling in love with a moron or a gay guy? Stepbrother I get. <laughs> but the first two are perfectly fine. But here's the real kicker. Okay. Where okay. it gets real deep. But in all case, this is outweighed by her love for herself. Oh, I thought I was going to say her love for Jesus Christ. <laughs> Dang. All right, go on. This film encourages blonde halfwits with walk-in wardrobes around the world to believe they have the power and right to do what they want, and that they are superior. To counterman this, I recommend a mass culling of all things blonde and teeny boppy. Wow. Right now. <laughs> this is, yo, this is a reverse Hitler. <laughs> Dude, this is an incel writing a review. Right now, I'm going to call this the incel minute. We don't want you on this podcast. Get out. <laughs> this seems like he's just going through a rough time. This was back in 2004. Everybody knows that in 2004, it was tough for 
wine companies everywhere. <laughs> I guess. Mad Irish dudes who are way into Mad Dog. <laughs> he could be Scottish with a name like McClellan, but... McClagan. Oh, McClagan, excuse me. Um, yeah, I review McClagan, Mad Dog McClagan, 2 out of 10. The, fa- <laughs> the fact that he likes Oh, Mad no, no, Dog. no, he gave it a 1 out of 10. Oh, I review him 2 out of 10. Oh, okay. And again, just his name, Mad Dog, two words, two points. Everything else about him is dumb. Uh, the actors are better than half decent. Uh, the writing is funny. Uh, love is love. I guess 2004, it was okay to hate people who are different than you. Not now. Not today. Yeah, I mean, I have another one too, where it's just this person gets really mad about some very strange things. And... The things she thought were funny were, like, the parts that were kind of, yeah. <laughs> Did she like the sandwich? The fu- yeah, oh, man, if she loved the sandwich, that's just immediate grounds for... The, the funniest line is, and my buns, they don't feel nothing. Like steel. And then they go on to say, and that's not very funny at all. They start talking about the whole Haitians and Hadians thing, which I know we talked about because I wasn't sure if you could actually call them Hadians. Yeah. Like it was something that I was ignorant to. (laughs) It's like, no, I'm pretty sure they just aren't called that. I think that's just incorrect. I just didn't know. She gets, or this person gets really mad, which by the way, their name is Gloom and Doom, so maybe it makes sense. Maybe it's like a Uh, bit. But they talk about how they were really upset, how... They have a computer program that helps them picks out clothes. This honestly, she can't get off her ass, and they use an at sign so not to actually spell oh, ass. And go look in the closet. Exactly what kind of school allows you to walk through the door dressed like that anyway? Literally, Smart school. Oh my God, <laughs> literally any suburban high school. Uh, at one point, he goes on to say, "Are we sure it's a guy?" Yeah, sorry. At one point, they go on to say, "Okay, thank you." By the time she was held up by the thief, I was rooting for him to shoot her. Oh my god. He was very upset. If any one of those girls stood on a street corner, they would definitely get picked up by the cops. If not, some horny guy. (laughs) Can you geotag and see where this person lives? Like, are they in Utah? Are they hyper-religious? They do go on to say that they really enjoy 16 Candles and Ferris Bueller, so I'm I'm just... I don't understand what this person wants. I don't understand this either. (laughs) What is wrong with him? I I think he just hates LA. Yeah. I think that's really what it comes down to. He hates being having fun well this was in in 2007 and you know oh the kobe years i get it yeah so (laughs) you know what i hated la in 2007 also (laughs) as a bulls fan but then i moved to la and i realized second best city in the u.s baby but honestly there's a lot of really good reviews in there a lot of them talk about how i guess it's a a retelling of the heathers or you, you know what? There's a lot of different movies that we could say it's like. No, uh, the Heather's. Yeah. Have you seen Heather's? Yeah, but I'm saying you could say it's a spiritual sequel in a way. Maybe. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of like, like. I don't remember when. Movies. I don't remember when Paul Rudd went around trying to like kill people. Maybe I think of a different that, movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair i do this often where i'll reference one movie and realize i'm thinking of a different one which i don't know the title to i mean but not every single review was terrible 
I mean, this one didn't give it as high of a rating as I feel it deserved. They only went a 7, but I feel they had an interesting line of thought as to why they gave it a 7. Okay, They okay. go deep into how when Cher brought over Christian, who we later find out is gay, and she thinks that they're going to have sex while they watch this movie, that he brought over the three-hour movie Spartacus, and he starts going into how he feels like this is a really weird choice of movie to have three hours of Kirk Douglas dressed in Roman attire. And, I mean, he just he gets real into it. I mean, he likes the movie. Or what's, what's they like the name? movie. Uh, Spangle. Spangle. You know what, Spangle? If you want to call in and defend your rating of the movie, feel free. Uh, get at us on Twitter. We'll have you on the next pod. Or, excuse me, the next Paul. The Paul cast. The Paul cast. Uh, and we would just love to hear more of your thoughts about why Spartacus was an odd choice. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I like it. I, it's 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 an interesting take that, you know, I didn't think about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think that has, uh, I think that's pretty much uh, wrapping up yeah. our reviews segment i'm sure there's plenty other great ones out there if if any of you guys find some feel free to send them to us uh or write your own and send them to us because we will gladly read yeah them. at this point we aren't popular we'll read write, all us, your write us a dissertation i don't care uh, don't, i will i will go through it and i will correct your punctuation you know what don't review us on itunes review clueless under us on itunes <laughs> that way we'll know when you started listening to the pod the Paul, excuse me, the Paul the Paul cast. cast. Come on, man. Yeah. I you thought of thought the term. Of it. <laughs> I'm just so excited. Uh, but that's when we'll know when you started listening and if you're a real Rudhead or not. <laughs> just don't even talk about it. Just talk about Clueless. <laughs> talk about Clueless. Or if you're real good, disguise talking about us by talking about <laughs> Clueless. Something that I found interesting that I found completely by chance because it came up on my YouTube suggested videos. Okay, okay. This morning. <laughs> oh no. Iggy Azalea's Fancy, the music video, is actually parroting Clueless. And I didn't know that. Did you know that? No. It's um, literally like doing shot for shot remakes of certain right. scenes almost. Let's watch that real quick. Yeah. See, it even has the intro with the cartoon similar. Mm. And trying to make it modern with the iPad. I get that. Yep. First things first, I'm the realest. Realest. Drop this and let the whole world feel it. Feel it. Listen to the debate scene. This is a really good parody so far. <laughs> I didn't get it. A couple feelings. Don't love the song. Love the outfits, though. <laughs> the love, music love the video, video is very good. And I will keep watching it uh, for that reason. Uh. Don't like those lyrics. That was 90s, though. It was very 90s. You're right. It was... It they said it a thing. lot in Clueless. <laughs> yeah, they did. It's <laughs> that not was just cool. a word that was okay then. Uh, tangentially, I was at work the other day uh, in my back office doing stuff, and my employees came in and they were watching Johnny Knoxville like best movie compilations, and then The Ringer came up. I was like, oh, I love this movie. Like, oh, we've never seen it. I was like, 
Oh no. <laughs> I can't explain this movie in a, a positive way to these early 20 something year olds. He had a good message. Yeah, and like he was actually friends with a lot of the other cast members. Like oh, afterwards, yeah. well, uh, what's uh, his name was in Jackass 3 with yeah. them? Uh, and like they just like l- literally became friends. Um, and it was no, part I of a reason. It had a, a good, a good message. I mean, it still kind of made fun of mentally challenged people. It, it but... certainly did, but it was part of the reason the, why, the... like, I got a job working with mentally challenged people, like, with my teaching degree afterwards. Well, I think one of the things about it, which is really interesting, is half the reason people liked it was because they were making all of these jokes about mentally challenged people, and it was fun. Like, people thought it was funny. You know, it was kind of like. Doesn't sound great when you say it like that. No, but yeah. no, but like that's what it is. Like these kind of lowbrow humor things. But like the real funny part about it is, is the whole lesson of it is that stuff's not funny because these kids kids are capable. Yeah. Like you know, and it's it's, it's true, and that's the whole like humor of it is the things that you're laughing at through the whole beginning of it. You should feel bad about because like you, you know. should feel bad, but. I will laugh every time whenever someone says, when the fuck, when the did, fuck we did we get ice cream? <laughs> that was ad-libbed. I, I don't know. know if you know that. Yeah, that yeah. Like, and you can you can watch Johnny Knoxville fucking lose but it. But that guy's not mentally challenged. No, no. He's a comedian. Yeah. Still great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe we'll have a segment that's called, when the fuck did we have this segment? <laughs> Do we get this segment? And it's just, we just do random new yeah. segments. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on this week's When the Fuck Did We Get Segments, uh, I think. <laughs> um, we'll just have to do a little segment real quick to uh, introduce Paul Rudd uh, and have him give his thoughts on the mo- his, his time in Clueless. Hopefully he'll get, shed some light on the whole sandwich situation. Um, Paul, if, if you want to say anything. I will leave you space here on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we'll just take a moment of silence, respectful silence, silence for Paul. until he possibly weighs in. I don't know why we're doing that. I don't know why we actually sat in silence. Well, it's so we could clip it in, and if he doesn't, no. But I mean, I can just do that in editing. We we just sat in silence. It was for the. It was out of respect to Paul. Okay. As no, a, I can as get a real run, that. bud. I just, just, <laughs> it's fine. All right. Um, speaking of segments, uh, a segment I would love to introduce uh, in this week and moving forward indefinitely is which other Paul Rudd character from his entire filmography do you think would be a good replacement for his character in this movie? I'm saying, do you think Ant-Man would be better in Clueless than Josh? Huh. Well, I haven't seen Ant-Man <laughs> yet. Okay. That's not going to be good <laughs> podcast material, then. <laughs> I feel like this will get easier the more Paul Rudd movies you see. I feel like I've seen a lot of Paul Rudd movies. I've seen him in Wet Hot American Summer. Do you think he'd be better in this as that character? I no? feel like he would not have gotten Alicia Silverstone in the end. Which might have been a good thing, considering they were step-siblings. That's true. Uh, I feel like he would have got her in the beginning, though, and a lot. <laughs> because he <laughs> No, because is... she thinks high school boys are scum. He is scum in Wet Hot American Summer, but he's the kind of scum I'd bring out with. That summer camp just looks Plus, he was though. already making out with uh, 
That other blonde actress. <laughs> Leslie Nope. No. <laughs> What's her name? I feel bad. I don't know who you're talking about. I need to start reading more celebrity magazines. I just know my favorites. I know her name. She's the one who's in, like, role models. <laughs> Why don't you say it instead of saying, and... I know her name, and then describing a bunch of movies that she's in? <laughs> no, I'm saying... Why don't you say her name, then? No, I know... Uh, I know what it is. <laughs> I just don't know what the Did words you... are. <laughs> Stop saying that you know, and just say it. It is... <laughs> Matt, edit in the answer here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what we thought her name was. Good job remembering. So that. you think Ant Man would be the best? No, that's just an example. Okay. Um, well, I mean, then who do you think? Because I mean, my my knowledge is limited. All right, going. Through... I mean, my number one reaction, and this isn't movies, but Celery Man, <laughs> I think would be a good replacement for. Can Bond. I get a hat wobble? <laughs> can I get a flagon style? <laughs> can you generate a nude? Tane would be too too much. Too it would be adult. too much for any of these movies. It's just too much. Uh, too much entertainment. If you haven't looked at it yet, there is a wonderful uh, Adult Swim skit, I think. Yeah, it's Tim and Eric. Tim and Eric, and just look up Celery Man on YouTube. Uh, Paul Rudd is the star. Yeah. He's the only character. Well, he's not the only character. There's also Celery Man. And Tane. And Tane. And the computer. It's true. We don't know who voices the computer. I'm not... Hey, if you voice the computer, reach out to us. We'd love to have you on the show to talk about Paul Rudd. 100%. Also, if it's an actual computer, we don't want to be... computers ever have feelings i don't want them to feel bad that we didn't acknowledge oh i'm still character. invite them on no 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 i just like i wanted I said, to acknowledge them as a character uh, <laughs> but uh as for the character <laughs> that i think would be best uh, i think i love you man he'd be too he'd nervous. be too boring he wouldn't be uh, good for her Although, he, Josh was, his, his whole thing was he was kind of boring. Very much a law-oriented guy. Yeah, and I guess he does slap the bass. Slap the bass. Oh, that was really good, Matt. <laughs> I was hoping that maybe I could do Paul Rudd voiceovers in case he ever played the woman from Power Rangers. I Which, guess there's a chance. <laughs> I, I would love that. He is a superhero. Mm-hmm. And he looks good. Like, he is like... I think he's almost 50, and he's doing superhero movies now? Shout out Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. 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 Just keeping it tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not the words I would have chosen. It's fine. He's, he's a fit, middle-aged man. Okay. Okay. I just want you to keep describing him. Um... This is this is my new surprise segment. <laughs> but Dave describes, Dave describes Paul, Paul Rudd's Rudd. physical appearance. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, 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 I imagine if it wasn't for a movie, he'd have salt and pepper hair. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, his eyebrows would still be all brown, though. Okay, okay. Uh, I think he lets himself get a little grizzly on his days off uh-huh, of work. Uh-huh. Um, and he still has to do the Avengers movies, I want though. some more imagery. I'm saying, he's, I'm, so, I'm saying, I'm getting to it. He still has more Avengers movies, because I don't think he got killed in the newest... Spoiler collab. Alert. <laughs> oh yes, because sorry, Thanos. I don't think kills Ant Man. Uh, he might. I don't remember it very well. I watched it on an airplane. Um. Uh, but I think because he's gonna keep it tight, like I think he still works out. I don't think he's working out as hard as he did for the Marvel movies because he's like kind of between films right now. But there's two Ant Man movies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are. Uh huh. That's why I said uh huh. Uh huh. Ant-Man, no, I don't Ant-Man think he's done. The Wasp. Yeah, don't know who the Wasp is. Don't uh, know the Wasp name. It's not ScarJo. It's a girl. Yeah, it's not ScarJo. And I think she has brown hair. That's not very Wasp-like of her. Some Wasps were kind of brown. Okay. I'm just saying, I, want, I just want one sentence explanation, uh, des- descriptions of Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd looks like he's... 5'11", about 170 fit pounds, salt and pepper hair. Uh, he eats egg whites for breakfast with an avocado, but he yeah, cheats a little yeah. bit at lunch. Mm. Um, he doesn't care about his dinner. He doesn't try to eat terrible, but if he lived in L.A., he'd go to night market all the time and get Thai food. Um, I think that's it. I, just, I hope he lives in L.A. He probably lives in L.A. He probably lives in the hills. Where else would he live? What? Oh, this is a good thing. Another good question. What? Where do you think Paul Rudd lived before he got famous? Where is he from? I feel like he could be a generic Midwesterner. So I say Illinois, <laughs> oh, Ohioan. Nah, he's too cool for that. That art, he'd be like from Connecticut. You think he's? And he's worked on his diction. Do you think he's like old money in Connecticut? No, I don't think he's old money. I don't think he's broke because. It's hard to be broke and an actor. You're unless you're like, Harrison Ford and like, is he get discovered. Upper middle class, but his family somehow still has ties to the Mayflower. <laughs> he is like a great aunt who was yeah. on the Mayflower. Yeah. I mean that that woman would have been very old. Yeah, if she was able to be his great aunt. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. She's not like and several more greats in there, and we'll get to it. <laughs> Why? Don't you think he's from California? I don't... I could see him being from California. He just seems too nice. Like, when I see Jason Siegel and they're like, Marshall Erickson from How About Your Mother, he is Minnesota to me. Like, yeah. But isn't he from California? Uh, but I'm saying, he feels to me like he's there. I, know I actually Seth have Rogan's no idea if he's from California. From, I know Seth Rogen's from Canada. Are they all from Canada? No, 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 no. I know they're not all from Canada. I think only Seth Rogen is from Canada. From that Freaks and Geeks crew. I'll tell you right now, James Franco is not from Canada. My good friend James, <laughs> who used to come into my coffee shop. <laughs> Can I sign your cast, by the way? If you guys didn't know, Dave has a cast, and I have a pen in my hand. I would rather you don't. I'll sign the bottom. You've been rubbing it all over your sock. Only if it says Andy. Did it actually write? Barely. What's it say? Andy. 
You got a friend in me. Do, do, do. You got a friend in me. This is our new segment. It's where we so sing Randy people Newman. Got no reason to leave. Uh, there's something that I wanted to do, and I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, I think it was a, a section where we have to think of what the name is, and maybe we can see if people want to name the section. But I basically wanted to come in with fake Paul Rudd facts. Faux. Like. Fud Just things that we decide we think might be true. He can bench press 265. I mean, like, that's exactly. Like, we just give them Rudbud style fan knowledge. two dogs and a lizard. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's things (laughs) like that. And I feel like it should be like a breaking news segment of our podcast. He definitely wears a size 11 shoe. Like, it could, we'll, we'll get like a nice little, like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> a lightsaber lights. Now, and now, for breaking news. Paul Rudd's childhood street was uh, Ham Street. He grew up on Ham Street. <laughs> I could see that. <laughs> You know all those ham-related jokes he's always Yeah, it making. just helped develop the humor he has today. Mm-hmm. All right, that's been your Paul Rudd facts. <laughs> Do you think that's his real name? Paul Rudd? Yeah. Yes, I absolutely believe Paul Rudd is his real name. Yeah. I he's mean, no just so, there's a, so many other actors don't have their real name. It's, it's true. Like Emma Stone's Emily Stone. I just learned that because I watched a... a a video. Yeah, and we all know it's Britney, bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was, I'm so glad that she was able to get her name back. What else could we talk about? I'm just trying to think. Because, I mean, we, we did probably some need to do clueless-related stuff. Yeah, more clueless-related stuff. Yeah, uh, so... Just, like, what the movie's about. If you would rate Clueless on a scale from one to Rudd, where would you rate it? Uh, Rudd being the best? Um, it's not the worst. <laughs> it's <laughs> not <laughs> golf scoring. Okay, I just, I mean, is it one to Rudd, is ten still on the scale, or is Rudd higher than ten? it's one to Rudd, just rate it. Okay, I would give it a Rudd. I would rate it... Two Rudds up. You give it two Rudds up? It's a little high for me. I really do like Clueless, but I don't know if it's both Rudds all the way up for me. I feel like it's a Rudd and a Turk. Okay, I feel like that's still a pretty high score. That's pretty good. I mean, it's definitely one of his stronger movies. And for a coming out movie, his first debut on the big screen, like he doesn't have, the, he's not the main character, but he is a You can tell main he's got character. chops. Yeah, you're like, ah, oh, this guy, he's funny got dude. gumption. Those flannel shirts, let me know he's serious about his acting career. Yeah, because flannel is He really got the character for this. <laughs> this was his big Lebowski. What if it turns out that he just happened to be on set, and those were just his. So normal he was a carpenter working on the set, got discovered. Yeah, and George Lucas was like, "You need to be in Clueless." <laughs> he was actually working with Harrison Ford on the Star Wars set. Yeah. He's like, "Boy, do I have a movie for you in thirty years <laughs> or twenty years?" I don't even think he was he. Well, yeah, he was probably born, but just. Yeah, he's like, I like I said, maybe he was a bun. 50. Maybe he's a bun in the oven, and like. George Lucas went up to this pregnant woman on set and One said... One day, my child. <laughs> my child. My child. <laughs> the chosen one. You will be in a 
Alice. <laughs> Just don't let me write your dialogue. <laughs> oh boy. I'll build your world. Just don't let me write your dialogue. <laughs> and that's why he hasn't been in a George Lucas movie. I feel like he'd get one of the new Star Wars movies, though. I could see him as a weird alien bounty hunter. I would love if they brought back Luke. Uh, reincarnated <laughs> into Paul <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I'm on board with that. Except Paul Rudd is Ant-Man. <laughs> so Ant-Man is a Jedi. Yeah. I feel like it's a little OP. I feel like Jedis, if they truly believe in bounds, would have been on Thanos' side. Hi guys. So at about this point, Dave and I went into a long argument on Star Wars uh, before be- briefly trying to bring it back to Paul Rudd. And then finishing the rest of Iggy Azalea's fancy. We didn't really bring it back much, and so this is kind of where I'm leaving off for you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We're not really sure where we're going to post this yet, and uh, we'll figure it out eventually. Until next time, I believe we're doing Halloween one of them. I've never seen any of the Halloweens, but I guess Paul Rudd's in one of them, so... Well, I guess we'll see you then. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to our cast. Hit us up for more Paul Facts. We're the Rudbuds.